As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yay Networks. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Can I say it? Billy goats, cats, cows, mice, and little turtles. Because they all listen to the perfect pair of podcasts. Rocky! Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> they do. Okay. You know I'm saying I was out fishing the other day. And a little turtle came on and said, yo, Rock. No, he didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky. He said, yo, Rocky. Rock. I listen to the podcast, dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's what you said in your mind. Okay. Whatever helps you go. Hey, thank you guys for joining us once again, man. I'm Rock Teasy for Sheezy. And I'm Crystal Rock Teasy. Get ahead. What are we talking about today? Whamming. Well, there's a few things I want to talk about, but one of the main things, there's two things I really want to talk about today is the Chris Rock thing. I just knew it. That special. And the Ja Morant thing. Come on now. Like, those are two things that I kind of really want to really get into about my, I just got my own little personal okay. opinions about so, them. If you guys been up under a rock, Chris Rock did a Netflix special live. Live. And all he, over the world. Not just in the United States. Come on now. All over the world. Got to see this. Finally live. addressed the Will Smith slap. Okay. And then John Morant, superstar NBA player for the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. He was out partying with some of his boys, uh, look appeared to be in the nightclub. He on his own Instagram live page showed a gun. And then he put it back down. So now he's being suspended from um, the Grizzlies for until further notice. And um, I must be under the rock because I just thought he was just a sweetheart. Hey, man, he I still really could did. be a sweetheart, according to you. But he just made a poor decision. So we'll get into it, man. Right. We got the Perfect Fair podcast starting right there. Hey, yo, Rock T right here. From the Ricky Smiley Morning Show player. A.K.A. Boo Diddy. And I'm Crystal, his better half. A.K.A. Schnookums. <laughs> We're about to share our story, man. We're going to reveal the truth behind everybody thinking we are a perfect pair. And let us be the first to tell you, uh, we far from being perfect, Mike. But... We're perfect for each other. The perfect to each other. Each week we will express our thoughts and opinions while sharing advice on how to have a perfect, non-perfect marriage. And oh, by the way, we both love sports. And I love fashion and makeup, of course. Yeah, you better love makeup because you look busted. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> so buckle up and get ready for the Perfect Pair Podcast. So didn't get into the Pivot Pet Podcast. Rocky. You gotta change your voice like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, how about I say it like this? Get ready for the Perfect Pet Podcast. <laughs> there it is. Let's go. All right, so we're gonna start off with Chris Rock. Yes. I'm sure you guys seen it right now, but if not, uh, he addressed the, 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 the real Smith slap. And 
I'll let you go first because I already kind of expressed some of my thoughts on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. But uh, you go first, then I'll then I'll piggyback on what you say. I'm glad he finally addressed it. I think it was amazing how he did it, how he was able to address it while collecting his coins. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm going to address this stuff, I might as well collect a check. Absolutely. And I love, I liked a lot of stuff that he said in that in that special. I mean, I'm still a. I don't want to say I'm not a Jada Pika fan, Smith fan, but I still am. Like, I still like her. I don't know their personal issues. I still, I'm a fan of her work. Let me just say that. Right. I'm a fan of her art and her work, and that's not going to change. Just like I'm a fan of Will Smith's work, but I'm not even going to lie. I don't. I can't even watch Fresh Prince no more like I used to. What? And this, I, and this is a person what? that watched. She done seen every episode of Fresh Prince like a hundred times. I have, and I watch it faithfully. If it's on TV, I'm gonna watch it. Like it's like I watch Martin, like I watch Golden Girls. I, I like these episodes. So you took Fresh Prince out of the rotation. I didn't necessarily take him out the rotation. It's just that I couldn't watch him. Like I, I couldn't see him no more in the I, same eye. In the same eye, because right. he's always been this kind of guy that had integrity mm-hmm. and handled situations in such a great with grace. He even like when he was rapping and stuff, he chose not to cuss in his rap. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like, come on, you gotta cuss because I love, I love cussing. We know. I, okay, so, we know. Okay, <laughs> so but I respected that about him, and I'm like, oh my god, he's a, such a stand up guy. And so when he did that, it made me feel as though as you've been lying, mm. like you really not this person. And then when you kind of start hearing his stories and all his reasonings behind why he did what he did, Mm -hmm. I feel like, to me, I'm like, he's justifying it, but it it does make sense because he's thinking about his childhood traumas, how his mama used to get beat and all this stuff and how he used to hit Chris Rock. I mean, hit, not not how he used to hit Chris Rock, my bad. (laughs) Like he used to beat him up Right, how his mama (laughs) used to get beat up by his daddy and stuff. So, and, and that goes back to what I always tell people. You got to heal from your childhood trauma in order for you to be the better person as an adult because it's going to always fester and it's going to come out one way or another and it's going to come out at a time you don't want it to come out when you shouldn't come out. So back to Chris Rock and uh, saying what he needed to say to uh, Will and speaking on Jada, he had every, in my opinion, every right to say what he needed to say about them and her and him. He was, a, they did what they said, what they had to say. Right. She spoke on him. Right. He spoke on him, and then Will Smith still gave this old boo-boo-ass apology. I don't care. I think it's a boo-boo-ass apology when you want to tell it to the world. It's like somebody, his PR person, say, hey, you got to send something. You got to say something. And most and most PR people are going to try to make you look good. That's their job, to make sure you do stuff the right way. Right. And when they say he hasn't personally uh, apologized to him one-on-one, I feel like that's a, that's some, I don't want to say bitch move, but it's a bitch move. Like, you need to be man up. You were man enough to walk up there and try to defend your wife in your way and your and your opinion. So be man enough to apologize for for your wrongdoing. So for Chris to say what he had to say, I think it was cool. I also like how he said, "I was." People keep asking me why I did not hit back. Right. And he was like, "Cause I have parents. I have parents that told me not to fight in front of white people." And he dropped the white. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> He had a lot of little racist comments that he made in that thing, but that is comedy. First of all, that is comedy. Everybody knows that. that there's nothing has changed about comedy. They've always talked about their life experiences and what they've seen, what they witnessed, witnessed and everything. So my thing is, why is everybody so shocked and 
going crazy and butthurt about what this man has said. And plus, he had every right to say what he had to say. I don't care. Yes, I, I'm okay with him calling Jada a bitch instead of calling her her name. Because my my he was mad. He's frustrated. He feels like it's her fault why this shit even happened. It wouldn't it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for her. That's how he felt. Okay. And if I feel some type of way, I'm probably gonna call you at your name too. Because <laughs> you no longer Jada to me. You are a bitch to me. Because that Ooh. was some bitch shit that you did. Ooh. Sorry, but that's just my opinion. Ooh. And again, like I started with, I'm still a fan of Jada's work. Stop, babe. Because I can still, and for some reason, it's weird. I can still watch her stuff. That's respectful. That, that's very respectful what you just said. That was a bitch move. Yeah. But you're still a fan of her work. I am. So that's just, that's see, you that good friend. And you that good friend that's going to tell they, they friend about themselves. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still going to love you afterwards. Right, because you. You, you was wrong for that, but we I still got love for you. I like that. Right, because I don't know. We don't know. They saying it's because she slept with her son's friend. August Alcina, right? And had this whole entanglement. That's a that's a word she used. She used, which you were just sleeping with your son's friend, having a and having an extramarital affair. Right, that's what you were doing. And so she, I feel like I don't know if that was it, but it it seems like that was it to me. You making Will sit there. He said it best. Who gets interviewed by the person that cheated on you in public? Uh, in public, she put this shit on the internet, and you could say it wasn't nationally televised, but it was nationally on the internet. This is worldwide web, on, meaning worldwide got to see him get interviewed by the person that cheated on him, and pretty much called him out. And then I haven't read Will Smith's book, right? But somebody else I was watching said if you read his book, you would hear him say that Jada was raised with um. Different kind of what people when they get married, mm-hmm. the different how marriages was different. It was kind of more like an open marriage. He was more of a Christian home. You with one person, this and that, and she's always kind of questioned him on that with the monogamy in their relationships. Right, which goes back to all the theories of them having an open relationship because nobody it's, really knew. We thought because we heard stories, right? And whatever. But he didn't want it. It sounds like he didn't want it. Right. In his book, he's stating pretty much that he he not with that. Right. But he's trying to please his wife. Make her happy, whatever. And to me, that's his fault because he should have just put his foot down like, I'm not with that. I don't want to deal with that shit. All I'm going to say is this. I don't remember what television show or movie when she had that sex scene with Mark Anthony. I think it's Mark Anthony, the actor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, Wait, was, what, what, I, what movie was I'm going to find out. But that, that was deep. I get it. Acting is acting. Right. And, you know, when uh, you see, we've seen a lot of love scenes in movies and television shows that, like, man, that look real. That look real. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out. But that ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Right. But my <laughs> thing is that's 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 their craft. They're but, supposed to make it look real. That's their job as actors and actresses absolutely. to make stuff look real because they got to get all into it. And they say sometimes in the, when they become these characters, they literally become, the, like, oh, they live them. Oh, their mind some stories. goes into exactly who they are. Will said he fell in love with one of his co-stars in yeah. one of his little movies. Yeah, I think, uh, what's her name, uh, Margot Robbie, the yeah, white girl? Yeah, some white lady. Yeah, he fell in Margot love Robbie. With, he fell in love with her doing, doing they stuff. Right. So it's like, that's their craft. So I tell anybody, whoever dating a uh, married, dating an actress or actor, Kudos to you because what I'm not supposed to do is see Rocket T over here kissing and rubbing and hunching anybody on anybody's television show. <laughs> and I'm not supposed to tell him, go do a good job. <laughs> Get over here because you didn't do me like that last night. It's exactly what I'm going to be thinking. <laughs> Shit. No, no, uh-uh. That's not, you have never looked at me in my eyes. Why you would kiss me like that? 
I, I can't imagine what's going on in my mind and my head. Like, I'll be ready to fight this. I'll be ready to fight her right there. And I'm slapping you upside your head as you coming off the scene. But it's part of the script. Right. And I'm fighting producers and stuff because y'all let this shit happen. Y'all knew. I forgot that this wasn't real. Like, I would oh. not know how to handle that. So, nope, I don't want you acting, honey. Nope. I don't want you that. And I'm pretty sure you don't want me doing it either. You, hey. Could you really see me kissing another man passionately Listen, and it's just acting? Look, man, that's that's been something that I've had several conversations with people in my career, because I've been, you know, in this radio television business for a while, never really had, I never really had an urge to be an actor, but, you know, as far as hosting television shows and, and events right. and stuff, that's, that's kind of my, what I like doing, but, but let's back up. Okay. I hear everything that you said. Okay. And you mentioned the word healing. Mm -hmm. And that is a very important piece to this whole situation between Chris and Will Smith. Now, Will Smith did a public apology. He should have done a public apology because he slapped him in public. He should. He slapped him with a whole right. world scene, so he needed to apologize in front of the whole world. Now, mm -hmm. he also should apologize to Chris personally. Mm -hmm. Now, who's to say that he didn't reach out to Chris and try to do this? Maybe Chris said, man, I ain't got nothing some, to do. Some state that he did, he was trying to reach out to Chris, but he wasn't trying, like, out personally. But they were, like, other people were trying to set it up for them. Well, and, we don't know because you know. we ain't there. But I, I, I I'm would, Chris. I ain't should say you. you that's me. probably what happened. Chris probably said, you know what? I ain't got time. I got time. I don't want to talk. I was for a second. He slapped at me. You got shot. Right. So, so Chris is still, his ear's still ringing. He said it on the show. Absolutely. But who's to say that he didn't try to reach out? So Chris probably just said, you know what? I ain't got nothing to say to you, bro. I lost all respect for you. And mm -hmm. I'm a comedian. At the end of the day, it's just comedy. And everybody is so sensitive nowadays. Because, listen. You can't say Chris shit Rock, without feeling there's like two, you're going to There's two somebody. comedians that are genius when it comes to taking Tough conversations and making making them comical. Making light of it. Yep. Chris Rock is one of them, mm -hmm. and Dave Chappelle is the I other. I going to say that. Mm -hmm. Those two are geniuses when it comes to taking tough conversations that, oh, man, we shouldn't touch this. It's probably too early to go there. But they find creative ways to go there, and it's funny without being, mm -hmm. well, some people think it's all disrespectful, but it ain't. It's just jokes. They're being, man, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Back in the day, man, when when comedy that's all what they did, and they were talking about themselves and their lives, absolutely. so everybody would laugh at it. Come they on, laughed man. at uh, at what's his name when he talked about when he burned himself. When he he lit Richard Pryor, right? right. When he, he made a joke stuff, about it. He made a joke. Everybody was laughing. Everybody thought it was funny. And this man damn near killed himself. Absolutely. Like, but when they start making light of it, and it, it, it includes other people that's in their life, now all of a sudden everybody's feelings is hurt. And, this is, and I just feel like some people, sometimes y'all just need to understand who you are as a person. And what people say does not automatically go towards you. It's not geared towards you. It's their experience. If you wasn't in that experience and you didn't do that shit, why are you bothered by it? That's so like me. My, my thing is if the shoe fit, then wear it, motherfucker. I'm sorry. Wear it. Sorry. <laughs> somebody, somebody been waiting to talk about this. Right. Like, wear it. All right, let me ask you a question. What? As a black woman. Okay. Ooh. So yeah. you say you didn't have no problem. With him cracking a joke and calling Jada a bitch. Nope. Now, what if he would have called you a bitch in a joking manner of something that you did? I wouldn't have had a problem either. Let me tell you why. Because Tupac said it best, or Ice Cube said it best back in the day. He was like, when we referring to bitches and hoes in our songs, are you a bitch or are you a hoe? No, then we ain't talking about you. Period. Ooh. Can you please, 
That's almost a mic drop. Hey, drop the mic. I did. Even though Ice Cube said Okay. That's what I'm saying. I can't remember if it was Tupac it, Ice Cube. It, it was one of them. <laughs> one of them said it. It's like, we saying it because she she even, she even was the one that went at them. Right. Saying like, well, I don't like how you disrespecting women, this and that. He's like, are you a bitch or are you a hoe? No, then I'm not talking about you. you that's, and that's if you want to come at me and call me a bitch, I know I'm not a bitch. But if I know I'm a bitch, I'm like, okay, thank you. I'm a good one. But, I mean, if I'm not that, I know I'm not a hoe. I'm not, if I know who I am, nothing you say about me is going to bother me to make me think like, oh, okay, well, I don't understand why. I'm not that. I don't care what you think. It's your opinion. It's and at, your opinion. And at the end of the day, he's a comic. Right. And they're going to say what they want to say. Absolutely. Now, is he telling the truth? Does he probably really mean what he feels and what he says? And he has every right Absolutely. to have that opinion. Just the same way I might not think, I think he too fat. Who? If I say that like about Ice Cube or something, like you too oh. fat. You, that's your you opinion, look, right? Right. Like, your music is horrible. Like this is whatever you say about someone. Right. That's your opinion. Yeah, it's my opinion. What I think about you. So, so what about a lot of black women that are bothered and upset that he referred to her as a bitch, even though some say he had a right to do it, or that's his, that's his opinion or whatever. A it's lot of black freedom women of speech. Do y'all hear me? Right. That is freedom of speech. He is allowed. He is allowed to say what he want to say when he wants to say it. Because didn't nobody tell Will Smith to go up there and slap him no, in front of everybody? No, and he, he put his hands on him, and he should have been arrested that day. Right. And I, and he said, keep my name out your effing mouth. Okay. He had every right to say that, too. Well, keep his wife's name out the mouth. And it was, and that was a joke. The whole G.I. Jane joke. Right. That's what I'm saying. Everything. everything was a joke. So so it goes back to, let's go back to this word healing again, because I wrote it down right here in all mm -hmm. caps. Okay. Will Smith, obviously. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe he hadn't healed because he, but he's, he's admitted this a couple of times. He said that he's, he was still caught up in the King Richard role. He had flashback also to the protect. That's what he said in that little raggedy ass speech he gave when he got that damn award. Will, Will is great at, when he starts talking slow and when he starts saying like, you know, there's times when you go through your life and you are trying to figure out why you did something. When he starts going in that Will Smith mode, <laughs> that's when it's like, okay. You're justifying it. You were wrong. And that's what people you, are saying. You're right. trying to justify what you did. But yes. he admitted he was wrong, but he came back. So it's almost like you're making you feel sorry for what he did. Like, feel sorry for him. Like, oh, okay, I understand. Because if I was there, I understand why you did what you did. No, I understand that you're saying, okay, I'm sorry for what I did. I'm still dealing with issues. I ain't healed. And this is why I, I reacted the way I did. And I shouldn't have. He's not saying it like that. He's saying it in a way of feel sorry for me, understand, like, if I didn't, wouldn't, didn't have this childhood life, if I didn't do this, I didn't go through this, and if I was able to heal, this wouldn't have never happened, so I just need help so y'all shouldn't be so mad at me. That's what I feel like he's trying to say. Instead of just 
You know, if people be like, why? Because I know everybody want to know, why would you do that? Like, what makes you think you can do that to someone? So he giving his reasons. But give your reasons in a way of saying, well, this is why I did. You know, I had flashbacks. I was thinking this. I was doing that. But it still ain't right. Like, I'm wrong. I don't feel that. When he's talking, because he going to that, I was this, I was that. That shit just, to me, just feel like, okay, you trying to get me on your side. And I can't stand that. When okay. you messed up, you messed up. Right. Like how you gave me a shitty-ass Valentine's, not to bring it up, you had to own up to that shit. See? See? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up, but you had to own, did you own up to it? I owned up to it, but. Okay, but I'm just saying, you owned up to it. You couldn't justify it no more. And when you tried to, you got in more trouble. Look, so. When you tried, didn't you try to, when you tried to go into that bullshit, talking about, I was just so caught up in <laughs> yo. And I, fi- and I finally had to just say, you know what? I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. Right. But that's but, the point. But he are we do good? That. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Well, I need to slap the hell out of you. I right wish now. you would. <laughs> Shit. I wish you see us two <laughs> fighting on this motherfucking podcast today. <laughs> what? Rocky. <laughs> you lost your damn mind. <laughs> he, see, he made this podcast go left. We're supposed to be on the same page. No, man. Because that's, no, that's, that's a good example because, listen, the Will Smith situation. This, the, the reason why it bothered me when all this first happened, because it goes back to that word integrity that you used at the beginning. Right. I still, and I still like Will Smith. I still want to watch his movies. I still want to support the brother. I didn't watch that. I just think he made that. a big mistake. I just think he made a big mistake. <laughs> And he, yeah. and he just, all this boiled up, whatever he's going through with his wife, and no telling whatever other personal stuff he may have going on. That might have just been one thing. And that night, at that moment, at that time, something got triggered, and he did what he did, which was wrong. Right. But I just don't think that should erase everything that we thought Will Smith stood for. Does that make sense? Right. So I don't think it does. Now, I just can't deal with him right now. Like, I... Like, I still appreciate his art and what he's done in the previous years, but I just, I'm okay with not seeing him on right. the TV screen right now. Right. I don't want to support that when you still trying to justify what you did instead of just owning it. I feel like he has not owned it completely. He always want to own it, but this is why. Own it, but. No, just own it. You a grown-ass man. You got all this help you've been getting. You learned how to communicate with your wife through some kind of therapy type shit. And you done been through so much stuff that to the point right now, you should have been able to compose yourself enough to not put your hands on another grown man. Over a joke that was funny. Over a joke that you know that's what comedians do. Right. Even though they say that's not right because that's another thing they say. You cannot be laughing at other people's expenses. That's not right. They saying that now. They doing all that, not hurting people's feelings. You saw what they try to do to David Chappelle when they start talking about the LGBTQ community. Man. So it's just, it's just like everybody's taking it to heart. But I've talked to a lot of LGBTQ community, and they say that they're okay with it. Some people are just really too sensitive in their community. That's period. I mean, yeah. and I think that's in every situation, in every community, every race, every everybody. There's just some of us is just way too sensitive, and especially us black people, because we always want to point the finger at everybody else, but we don't want to look at our own self. Man, society is sensitive, man. That's why can't nothing be said. Can't nothing. I mean, you can't, you can't even enjoy yourself. You can't go to a comedy show and enjoy yourself if, if because. I can't believe he said that about us. I can't believe he said it about this group of people. I'm like, come on, man. You remember the old school? It, black families do this. Right. White families do this. Right, and we would laugh about and it. And we'd laugh about it. Like, now you can't stop. even post that no more. You, you mess even, around. You can't even do Come on, man. You're taking away from the craft of these comedians. And, and Chris Rock is one of the greatest at this craft. He's one of the greatest at just going the extra mile. Right. And... 
it's funny. It's was, funny, man. It was funny. <laughs> so I listen. I ain't, I ain't got no problem with anything that Chris Rock said. Uh, he took a whole year to finally say what he wanted to say. And he said he had nothing to do with the when they were going to do the live Netflix deal. They right. said that was all Netflix. But that was smart on Netflix to do it a week before the Oscars. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think so. And I think it was smart for him to wait to do it on his time. Chris Rock responded in his time. All right. So let's go to John Moran. Oh. John Moran, mm-hmm. superstar NBA player, Memphis Grizz. Uh, he's been suspended until further notice because he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At first, it was two games, but then they right, said until I thought further I notice. Said two games. So okay. he was hanging out with his boys at, a, at a, what appeared to be a nightclub, and um, in my opinion, looks like he was a little tipsy. And uh, and I say that for a reason. So hang in there with me when I as I d- describe the situation. Okay. He's on his own Instagram live. Problem number one: You on Instagram? <laughs> your is this ain't nobody else. Recording him as he's having a good time and party. He's on his own Instagram live. He picked up his phone and said, oh, let me go to Instagram. Boom. Let's go live. Yeah, I'm out here. Blah, 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 blah. And then he decides to put a put the gun up. And then he put it back down on his own Instagram. So that lets me know, okay, you had to be tipsy. Because right. ain't nobody in their right mind is going to think, oh, I'm John Moran. Now, he is 23 years old. He's still he's still young. He's still do, oh, obviously yeah. doing immature young. things. But... But I'm like, come on, brother. So now the police are investigating the situation even more because in the state, open carry is legal. Right. But what's illegal is open carry while you're intoxicated. So we don't ah. know if he's in, if he was intoxicated in the video. So they're investigating to find out, was he drinking at that time? So how would they know if he's intoxicated? If he had a sip of a drink, he, he could say, "Yeah, I had a drink, but I wasn't drunk." They got way they got ways to try to figure it out. Maybe they asked everybody that was up in there and saying, "Hey, was he drinking? Did you see him or whatever?" I don't know, but they're investigating that piece. So now let's back up. John Morant has a circle of people that he hangs with. Most superstars got an entourage, right? John Morant's daddy, T. Morant, mad respect, T. T, he think he is homie. Oh. Like, so not John Moran's dad really think he's Ja's homie. Okay. Like, they friend. Not, not to say that you can't be friends, because you we got great relationships with our kids. Right. But you got to be his daddy first. Right. You got to be his dad first. Like, right. And, and if you're not his daddy first, then that's a problem. Yeah. Now, he's a grown man. John Moran's 23. He's young, but he's still a grown man. He know right from wrong. He know good from bad. He know how to say yes. He knows that the spotlight is on him everywhere he goes, even when he think it's not. The NBA knows everything that these players are doing. Everything. They know where you are. They know who your friends are. They know who you're hanging with. They They know everything. And first of all, for you to even have a gun in your possession, now the person's going to say, well, with these open gun laws, I got to protect myself. You're at a freaking party. And don't he have bouncers and other people to ha- handle that for him? It goes back to the circle of people that you're hanging with. Where was his crew saying, hey, Ja, let me hold that, bro. Hey, Ja, you probably want to go put that away. Hey, Ja, maybe this, you shouldn't even have this. Right. Hey, Ja, let us carry and you just chill or whatever. But you've got to make a decision soon. Your circle is everything. You are, you are. You are your circle that of influence. That's to it, be putting your 
It, I don't care it's, if you wasn't drinking. foolishness. If you wasn't drinking and you was wherever you are, you're having a gun. What's the point in showing that you're carrying a gun to show that you're cool? Like, that's, that's what I, it is. I just want to understand, like, what's the point? It's called so street cred. You, I'm about to say, so are you 16? And he you probably, and, and see, here's the deal with John Moran. Now, I don't know his whole story, but I don't think he grew up in the hood, hood. Oh, that would be the worst one. I don't think they want to be hood so The ones bad. that, that ain't about, that ain't, you know nothing about that life. Now, I don't know his whole life, but I don't think, just from what I've researched so far, that he grew up about that life. And, yeah. and so many people want that street cred so they can feel like, oh, I'm hardcore now. Y'all you, see what, and I ain't trying to be funny. Look what happened to Takeoff. Look what happened to Young Dolph, yeah, who's like, from Memphis. And let, Takeoff out there rolling dice. He, was, he wasn't even the one in the argument. He wasn't even in the argument, but he down there in the hood where these people carry guns and doing something. He minding his business, watching Quavo and them go at it and getting upset about this money that they got. Y'all talking about $100,000 on the line on the dice game. And y'all got the nerve to be in these situations thinking y'all on this hood stuff. And look what happened to him. Like, that is, like y'all are not learning y'all's lesson. Which goes back to what John Morantz, he came out and he apologized. And he says, I'm going to take this time off and I'm going to do whatever I can to see if I can heal, come up with, learn better methods of dealing with my stress and my well-being. So if that's his way of releasing stress. Man, that was his PR person that told him to tell him that. And now they're telling him, but you better figure something else out because this ain't working. Come on, man. You're about to lose everything and you're only 23 years old and your career is just beginning. And about, and about a week earlier, allegedly he got into a fight with a 17-year-old kid during a pickup basketball game at his house. And I guess the fight led to him. Yeah. Showing a gun to the kid, like they say, he was hitting the kid in the head too. Yeah, he, he threw some. He admitted to throwing some blows because the kid threw the ball at him, hit him in the face. So he retaliated and punched him a couple times, and then allegedly showed him his strap, his gun. Get out of here! Like I'm like, bro, why are you the- out there playing with these kids anyway? Like, why if it's getting that serious? Because obviously, before the boy hit him in the face with the ball, they so probably was, was talking trash. It was getting serious and getting heated, and you laughing at the young boy, and the boy got mad, whatever. And you did like, what is the point? Come on, man! Of being out there, you're not. I'm. This is where I hate when you say, but you gotta rise above your raising. Absolutely, you're John freaking Morant now. You ain't that same kid no more. Was, let's just say he was raised that way, or that's how he was brought up. You got to rise above your raising. You got to do better. You got to want better and do better for yourself. Like, you can't keep doing all this stuff. Like, once I got out of the hood, I'm saying I'm staying up out there. I'm not trying to go back. I don't want to go back there and hang with everybody and do that and stay there. Because so what is that going to do for me? Look at takeoff. That's another example. I, mean, I keep saying they want to go back to the hood. They want to get because they don't want the hood to feel like they done sold out. They want to feel like they still got the street cred and all that stuff. And listen, these fools in these streets with these guns are not mentally stable. They could care less of who you are because they want to take you down. And some of them are making just the amount of money you making anyway. And some want to take you down just because they're going to show you, oh. He, who boss? He, he, think, he think he all that because of this and that, man, please. Some people take you down. They ain't even never met you. Right. Like, it's just, just they, unnecessary. Like, why would you want to go back to that? I don't want no parts of them people. I just want them to know I ain't got no problems. We cool. I'm going to stay up out of here. So here, here's, my, here's my words to John Morant. If John Morant Stick is, your ass is, down is, somewhere. is pretty that's much, my, that's my word. Man, listen, man, stay out them doggone clubs. Ain't nothing waiting for you in the club. I don't give a damn. If your crew want to go out and hang out, you let them go out and hang out. You stay your butt in the house. You stay your butt around people that, that really care about your well-being. And if you want to go take a trip to get away, okay, go to somebody's island somewhere. You can afford it now. You got blessed with crazy amount. And he's about to get ready to have a $200-plus contract next year. So is he? Oh, absolutely. Will he? He's about to be the face of the NBA. 
How do you know after this he's still gonna be there? Oh, he's the he's the top five player in the NBA. John Morant is the business. Well, he better put that gun down, sit down somewhere so he can kick, collect them checks. Cause as it, the way you going, you ain't gonna be able to collect no checks. So it ain't, it ain't. And then you keep showing this gun. You don't hit this little kid, this seventeen year old, in the face. I get it. He probably did something first. Now you showing him this gun. Do you not know that this person might got family? They might got some hood family that's gonna come for you, come after you. Like it's a never ending cycle. So why, why put yourself in those situations? You better than that. It ain't worth it, job. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Anybody out there that's learn from this situation, man. I'm not going in them situations no more. It's just, it's not worth it. There it is. There it is, man. So that's, uh, that's uh, we're going to wrap up. Yeah. That's, I'm stressed out. I'm tired. You, you, I'm frustrated. You just worked I'm up over here. I am. Because it's just, this is a whole bunch of stupid shit. It's stupid. unnecessary. It is, it is stupid. It's real stupid dumb and unnecessary. Decisions. It's dumb decisions. And then you got to learn to live with it. And then you're trying to come up with, your PR person is helping you come up with ways to, to apologize and, and stuff. And stop feeling that you're above the law just because you a celebrity. Oh my just God. because you a public figure. That just part. because you stop all, feeling. All you players, all you athletes, all you actors, actresses, everybody that got all this money that feel like, listen, what's his name? Murdoch got life for killing his wife and his son. His how Alex Murdoch, mm -hmm. you know who I'm talking about? Who? Alex Murdoch. You don't know who that is? So in the South, in South Carolina, they were like known for hundreds of years to like attorneys, judges, like they were big time above, pretty much above the law. Okay. So they was always doing. He was doing so much messed up, corruptive stuff in his family. His son, their their family is connected to like three or four different murders. Okay. And one of his son ended up driving a boat drunk, and he was only nineteen years old. Ended up killing a little girl. He crashed the boat. One girl ended up dead. So he was getting held, getting ready to go to uh, court for that. He was getting indicted. Nobody thought he would be indicted because their family doesn't ever get indicted. Right. So he was being indicted into uh, to get ready to go to court in two more year, two years later. Okay. And then all of a sudden, his wife and that son ended up dead on their property. Man. And he don't know how they got happened, but anyway, long story short, they found out it was him. He set that up. He the did whole that. time. The whole time killed his son and his daughter. He kept saying he was innocent. You should have seen what the uh, the judge had to say about him. But the point I'm making is, y'all keep thinking y'all above the law. This shit gonna catch up with y'all one day. Say what it's you want to say about LeBron James, but how many times have you seen him caught up in his name caught up in some mess like this? Right. I ain't... think about it. I will give you. I will give you some time. It's, okay. It's, it's skin okay. thirty right now. Okay. Okay. I don't know, but we don't know. The thing is, you keep your ass up out of that shit. That's what I think. Like, quit thinking you're above the law. Quit thinking you could take weed because you got away with it the first time. Quit thinking you can do all this stuff. Like, when y'all start breaking these laws and then you start getting these harsh-ass punishments, you want to be looking like, well, why did I get that? Such and such didn't get that. But you still broke the law, dummy. Stop breaking these damn laws. You're right. Stop feeling like you're above the law. That's just how I feel. Babe, I, I know. Okay, it's already past time. I don't know what LeBron done did. I ain't never said LeBron did anything anyway. Exactly. He, okay. <laughs> that's the point. And he may have, but, you know, whatever. So it is what it is, man. Perfect Pair Podcast coming to a close right now. Hey, man, subscribe, download, tell a friend to tell a friend. We love you guys. Keep the messages coming. Keep the DMs coming. All that stuff. Follow us on social media at Perfect Pair Podcast. The YouTube channel is off the chain as well, okay? Yep. Doses. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.